0: Hello, this is your Daily Dose of News from On Manorama. I am your host, Susan Joe Philip, and these are the major news stories of the day. To begin with, we have news of an unprecedented event from China. The country's zero-COVID policy and lockdown enraged people. Shanghai hit by protests. Police slapped grave charges against anti William Port agitators, including priests, for Saturday violence. Not acted against the interest of the party, says Congress MP Chashi Thirud. Kim Jong-un says North Korea's goal is for world's strongest nuclear force. Rain plays Paul sport. India New Zealand's second ODI abandoned after two interruptions. Now, let's get into the details. Protest against China's heavy COVID-19 curb spread to most cities, including the financial hub Shanghai, on Sunday. Nearly three years into the pandemic, it started with a fresh wave of anger sparked by a deadly fire in the country's far west. The fire on Thursday that killed 10 people in a high-rise building in Uruki, the capital of the Xinjiang region, has sparked widespread public anger. Many internet users surmised that residents could not escape in time because the building was partially locked down, which city officials denied. The fire has fueled a wave of civil disobedience unprecedented in mainland China since Xi Jinping assumed power a decade ago. In Shanghai, China's most populous city, residents gathered on Saturday night for a candlelight vigil that turned into a protest in the early hours of Sunday. The Virinyam police on Sunday slapped cases against both anti- and pro-Viriniam port agitators for the violence that erupted after the Latin church-led anti-port protesters blocked a convoy of 25 trucks carrying granite to the port site on November 26, Saturday. The trucks were blocked at the entrance of the port. The blockade escalated into fistfights and stone pelting after pro-port agitators quickly dissented at the port entrance. The violence had left more than 20 injured. At least 16 of the injured belonged to the anti-port group. It was the one thirtieth day of their indefinite protest. Priests leading the anti-port protest, including the convener of the agitation, Father Eugene Pereira, were also booked under various charges including conspiracy, incitement to violence and even attempt to murder. However, only one case of violence has been taken against the pro-Port Local Collective, which has its protest menu on the other side of the road leading to the port entrance. Congress MP Shashi Tharoor on Sunday said he has not acted against the party's directives and he did not know why a controversy was created over his recent political trip in the state. Tharoor said, He was not upset or angry with anyone in the Congress state leadership. He was speaking to the media as he came to attend a state-level conclave of the All India Professionals Congress. We are not in kindergarten to refrain from talking to each other, Tharoor said when reporters asked him whether he would interact with the state Congress Chief K Sudhakaran and leader of the opposition BD Satishan. Both the top leaders were scheduled to participate in the AIPC event. Sudhakaran inaugurated the event online. Taroor said Sudhakaran did not attend the event physically as he was unwell. North Korean leader Kim Jong-un said his country's ultimate goal is to possess the world's most powerful nuclear force as he promoted dozens of military officers involved in the recent launch of North Korea's largest ballistic missile, state media reported on Sunday. The announcement comes after Kim inspected a test of the country's new Hwasong-17 intercontinental ballistic missile, and pledged to counter U.S. nuclear threats with nuclear weapons on November 18. Building the nuclear force is for reliably protecting the dignity and sovereignty of the state and the people, and its ultimate goal is to possess the world's most powerful strategic force, an absolute force unprecedented in the century," King said in the order promoting the officers. He called the Hwasong-17 the world's strongest strategic weapon and said it demonstrated North Korea's resolve and ability to eventually build the world's strongest army. North Korean scientists have made a wonderful leap forward in the development of the technology of mounting nuclear warheads on ballistic missiles, Kim said without elaborating. The second one-day international between India and New Zealand was abandoned due to persistent rain here on Sunday. New Zealand inserted India to bat after winning the Tours but only 12.5 hours could be possible as twice the game had to be stopped due to rain. The game could not resume after the second rain-force break when India were 89 for 1 in 12.5 hours. India lost Shikhar Thawan before Shubham Gill and Suryakumar Yadav added 66 runs for the second wicket. Rain first stopped play when India were 22 for no loss. That brings us to the end of this episode. Follow on Manorama for detailed updates on the latest news and be sure to come back tomorrow. As always, thanks for listening to Daily News Dose.